Hello, everyone, and welcome to the Yomics Carolina Panthers podcast. My name is Steven. My name is Jerry. And we are here to recap the week one game against the Cleveland Browns. The Carolina Panthers unfortunately lose a heartbreaker 26-24 to the Cleveland referee, I mean the Cleveland Browns. Um, I was going to say, you, you misspoke. Yeah. We weren't didn't play the Browns. The refs won this game for them. They certainly uh, subbed in for most of the Browns there in the fourth quarter. Yeah. Um, before I let Jerry just uh, completely go off on the coaching staff and everything else here, um, sometimes we catch a little heat, Jerry, for uh, talking about the, the refs maybe a little too much. Uh, those people that want to give us heat for this one, yeah, just stop listening. Just stop listening. We got your download. We got your view. That's fine. Um, the refs, I, I truly believe 100% that the refs gave the Browns this game. Maybe the Panthers shouldn't even have been in a position to win this game based on how we played the first half, the uh, third quarter. But they came roaring back in the fourth. They got into a position. They took the lead. And then the refs gave the Browns 15 yards on a complete BS roughing complete. the passer call. Uh, I don't think Burns even touched him. No, uh, he did it. Then, it was uh, yeah. his own offensive lineman. Which Brown, yeah, which that's exactly how you're supposed to play football, right? You push that offensive lineman right into the quarterback. Perfect. Burns did it. Perfect. Then... Uh, once they get up and they, you know, Jacoby Brissett does his little fake spike slash real spike. That's, that's, you can't fake spike and then spike. That's, you can't do that. That's against the rules. Even, <laughs> even the Browns commentator is like, yeah, you can't do that. That's a, that's intentional grounding. The referees explained it. They said first he fake spiked, then he actually spiked. Well, okay. That's, that's intentional grounding. There's, you can't fake spike and then real spike. That's not, that's against the rules. So there's that. Um, which wouldn't have mattered too much because it wasn't going to be too big of a difference in yardage or anything. He was right there at the line. But the discussion gave the uh, Browns plenty of time to get their kicker out there without the play clock running, get everything set up. You know, otherwise, they got no timeouts. That's that's a hectic play. Yeah, Getting it's your very offense hectic. off the field, getting your special teams on the field, getting your rookie kicker set up. Who knows what happens, but he had like over a minute to get ready. Yeah, Before it wasn't the 20-something seconds that right. he should have had. Right. Um, so congratulations, Browns fans, if you're listening. You guys won the game, but uh, I don't think you should have. Now, that being I mean, said, Jerry, there were some problems with the game plan here for the Panthers. Holy crud. <laughs> problems. 21 yeah. passes to four run plays in the first half. Let that sink in. Iki Aquanu, our rookie left tackle, was facing probably one of the best left or rushing pass rushers in the league, and you just left him on the island. Mm-hmm. And you kept passing. It wasn't working, but you know what you want to do? We're going to keep throwing the ball. Yeah, they may have started loading the boxes early, but you know what you do? You run the ball. You run some play action. You bootleg around a little bit. You you keep trying to do make them guess. This was on. This looked like Joe Brady at the beginning of the game, calling the it plays. Was, it was really weird. Like, you know, the first series is pass, 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 and all short passes. Like, I get they're trying to get Baker into a rhythm. Like, I understand that. But you got CMC back, healthy for the first time 
in a while, let him go out there. Let the whole offensive line, let everybody kind of get some some game under their, their belt here. Run the ball a but, couple of times. Like, you know, get everybody ready to go. It's so frustrating. <laughs> So yeah, frustrating. And, and then they just kept doing it over and over and over again. <laughs> like every series was just pass, 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 pass. And sometimes they made good passes, but you know, the we talked about in our preview, like the Cleveland's defensive line is good. They were yeah. able to get to the quarterback. Icky is a rookie. There are going to be ro- growing pains. Pass protection was his flaw. And he's facing, as you said, one of the premier pass rushers in the league. You gotta help him out by running the ball, by rolling Baker out to the other side, which I don't think they did like maybe three times the whole game, by sliding a tight end over, do something. Yeah, and not only that, their defensive tackles are all new this year. They're weak. Mm-hmm. They're not the strongest of the bunch. Yet you did not go after them until late in the game. It was just, I thought Ben McAdoo was supposed to be different. But this Good. looked like a Joe Brady <laughs> offense in the first half. It was like, what are you doing, man? Don't outsmart yourself. You have a premier running back. Let's get him the ball. Let's get him downfield. Let's let's get Cleveland in this thought of, hey, let's stop the run. And then you do some play action. Yeah. You know, run straight at Garrett. I also want to talk about, and we're going to get into our key plays and everything here in a few minutes, but I wanted to talk about, the last Panthers offensive possession where they moved down the field really quickly, got into field goal range really quickly. Uh, knowing Cleveland still had three timeouts, the plan was just to run the ball three times in a row. I guess run the ball three. I don't know what that first play was supposed to be because it was another yeah. fumbled exchange between the center and Baker. Which I thought, right before that play happened, I was like, God, I hope he doesn't fumble the, the snap. <laughs> and then he did, immediately. Um, yeah. They got to work on that. But uh, but then it's just run, play, run, play. And the timeout, timeout, timeout. And I was like, there's still over a minute left. They have this really good field goal kicker. And it was They've uninspired the... run plays. Let's be honest. Yeah, it was. It was. It wasn't. There was nothing. They weren't. They were not going to get the first down. No. They didn't Not try. with those plays. Their plan was to burn the timeouts from Cleveland, and that was their only plan, and then kick the field goal. If you'd have scored a touchdown there, I think we win the game, right? I, I don't expect Jacoby Brissett could drive them all the way down the field for a touchdown. They barely were able to get into field goal range with a little help from their friends. So that, I, I had a big problem with the, the strategy there. I don't mind a run or two to make them burn that timeout. I don't mind even running three times. I do mind running up the middle two times. I the fumble you can't. That's that's gone. You you fumbled the first one. Mm-hmm. End around with D, DJ Moore. Do a stretch play for Christian McCaffrey that eats up a little bit more play. Even a screen pass. A screen Some, pass. I was going to say. Yeah. Something to get them going. I mean, Shy Smith end around something. I I mm-hmm. just don't understand why run up the middle. Run up the middle. I mean, I know I just said that was the weaker part of the defense, but when you're on third and eight, run out the middle is not probably going to get it most times. Just just saying it when they're well, expecting. And look at, we scored 17 points in the fourth quarter. That defense is gassed. Our offense is finally putting things together. Throw the ball into the end zone 
You know, try to mm-hmm. score. Don't play scared. We had another example of Matt Rule playing scared at the end of the first half, right? Yeah. Where the the Browns line up to go for it on what was it fourth and seven or something within field goal range. Maybe they would have kicked it. Maybe they wouldn't have. I don't know. But Matt Rule is like so terrified that they're going to score a touchdown. He calls a timeout. Stefanski runs the field goal team out there instead, kicks the field goal. You know, they the Browns win by two points. That's your field goal right there. Yeah. If they if they go for it and they miss, they don't get the touchdown. Who knows? I, I'm going to play devil's advocate for a second. The only reason why I think that timeout should have been called is because he felt like they had a mismatch. If he felt there was a mismatch, he needs to call the timeout. I don't know what, why he called the timeout, so I am going to give him a slight. You're giving okay. You're giving Matt Rule the benefit of the doubt, Jerry. I, I am giving them the benefit of the doubt. Has he earned that? No, has he, he has not. From you? But okay. I'm just saying that there is an argument to be made if that he didn't like the matchups. And he called the timeout. Now, if he, he says, well, the correct thing is to call a timeout and let them think about it, then, yeah, that's 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 playing yellow. I mean, he's not going to say that, but I truly believe that's what it was. I truly believe he was scared. He did not want them to score a touchdown, and he called a timeout. And can you please stop making me defend Matt Rule that I don't like that? It feels dirty. <laughs> hey, I was as surprised as anyone that you did that. <laughs> I couldn't believe I just that you wanted... <laughs> defending him. <laughs> All right. Well, um... All right, so for the new listeners, uh, usually we will go through three or four key plays of the game uh, depend- that we think contributed to the win or loss, depending on what happens. Um, so, Jerry, kick us off with the first key play here. Uh, third and 10 on Ke- at Carolina's 20-yard line in the second quarter. Uh, Baker Mayfield passed deep middle, intended for Shai Smith, intercepted by Delpit. And he ran it back to the Carolina 42. I mean, it was a horrible pass. It was a first down if he would have actually connected with Shai Smith. Shai Smith is wide open. Wide open. I mean, and then you never know what he could do with the ball in his hands, which another thing I was kind of disappointed. I didn't really see them go to him very much. Yeah, not a super surprise to me that they didn't go to him a lot. I mean, he's your third, fourth receiver. Like, he's not going to. I didn't see Higgins out there at all. I don't even know if he played. I, yeah. I don't. I know. I, I haven't looked at the box score yet, um, but I don't. Know, I don't think he caught a ball. Um, yeah, that was just a bad pass, and then it, it sets up Cleveland's first, first touchdown. They they score on the ne- their next possession there or on that. Yeah, possession. and at that pass interference in the end zone. I, I want to tag this as Ooh, a CJ Henderson. <laughs> yeah. All you had to do was turn your head around. You turn your head around. That's an interception for us. Even if you just. You still bump into the guy. You're turning your head around. That's like, eh. That's that DB one hundred and one. Yeah, that, that's they teach that the first day of Pee Wee football. Turn our, your head around. Our strength of our defense is our secondary. Supposedly, J.C. Horn two holding penalties gave him two first downs, critical first uh-huh. downs. That penalty gave them that touchdown because once you're on the one yard line with Nick Chubb, they're going to score. I mean, that's yeah. So. Yeah. Secondary shape up. Xavier Woods is the person I'm going to leave out because I felt like he had a great game. Even he had a, a rough penalty, I think, uh, kind of first second quarter. He had one that was pretty, pretty dumb. But yeah, I mean, uh, not not inspired football there. I do think that the coverage was pretty good most of the day. A couple of slip ups here and there that Jacoby did not take advantage of because he's Jacoby Brissett. But uh, overall, I 
thought, especially in the second half, they tightened up pretty well. Um, our second key play here, third and five at the Cleveland seven um, in the fourth quarter. Baker Mayfield, this is kind of the beginning of the comeback. Baker scrambles up the middle for seven yards for that touchdown. Really nice job by Baker recognizing the yeah. miles of uh, green in front of him that he you know, <laughs> could easily run in the touchdown there. Nobody even got close to him. Um, I was, and that I, that be, that began the comeback. Yeah, I was like yelling, "Run it, run it, run yeah. it!" Like, yeah, I know it's third down, but you have that first. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Didn't I mean, know if he could have got got all the way, but at that point, I knew he had the first if he just ran it. Yeah, right. Ugh. And going on to our third key play, first and ten at Caroline twenty-five, fourth quarter, six oh two left, Panthers down. Baker Mayfield pass deep middle. Robbie Anderson, 75 yards, touchdown. It was beautiful. This was one what, play. Yeah. This is what this team has missed for years. Four years. Granted, it's a miscommunication by the Browns. They they blew coverage. But in the past, our quarterbacks were either A, too scared to throw it, or B, underthrowing it or overthrowing them. So and we're basically nice. saying from, from prime Cam Newton – on. would have been a, he would have done that right he would yeah. have made the pass it's just after prime cam newton that's what we're talking about so i'm talking cam Teddy fans, Bridgewater, we're not, Sam Darnold, we're not talking about cam yeah we're not talking <laughs> about cam don't 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 hate us um yeah but baker took advantage of it perfect pass hit him in stride uh and robbie took it the rest of the way so robbie anderson by the way over 100 yards in this game my my bold prediction came true um finally I knew if eventually, if I kept on saying Robbie Anderson over 100 yards, eventually he'd do it. Um, so yeah, that gets us into uh, into range there, and and you know a couple of drives later, the Panthers go up 24-23, or yeah, 24-23 on a on a Pinero field goal. By the way, good job on him today. Except oh yeah, hats it off. Out of bounds on a kickoff, <laughs> living up to that number four jersey. Unfortunately, there, but. Uh, we do end up uh, here. Here's our fourth play. Yeah, Again, fourth Keith play uh, of the game. Fourth play of the game. Minute thirteen left in the fourth quarter. Uh, first drive or first play of this drive for Cleveland. Uh, Jacoby Brissett in, incomplete pass to Jonathan People Jones. Uh, Burns is bull rushing the tackle right into Brissett's face. The tackle knocks Brissett over, and a penalty is called on Brian Burns for roughing the passer. Everyone in the stadium, including the announcers, think it's BS. Obviously, that's not something that can be challenged for some reason. Um, why would you call that at that part of the game? It's it's questionable at best. It's not an obvious no. roughing the passer. Why would you even call it? I don't know. I have no clue. Even if he did hit his helmet, like with his arm or something, it didn't mm-hmm. look it would didn't look bad at all. <clears throat> if if he grazed his helmet while he hit his arm, so yeah. I just. I just don't understand that. And then again, the fake spike that should have been intentional grounding. It was mm-hmm. it was bad. It was why just a ter- like every call on that play on that uh, drive went against the Panthers, and, <laughs> and, and they were all and, bad calls. It, it was so, and it, you're not only that when you call those penalties or huddling up, you're giving that team more time. This mm-hmm. team didn't have time. Now I will say that. Having Amari Barno as a um, inactive today seemed to kind of hurt because I think this would have been a perfect time to put him out there. 
Yeah, he's not good against the run. I get that. But, man, he could have really worked with Brian Burns hitting his ears back and going straight after him. Well, I was very surprised. The Panthers didn't get a lot of pass rush at all in this Mm -mm. game. No. Uh, One sack, uh, only four... Oh, my gosh. Only four um, QB hits in the whole game for the Panthers. Uh, You need guys like Barno that can get to the quarterback out there. Yeah. Uh, wasn't inspired by what I saw out there. Ha- um, hats off to Cade York, the uh, Browns kicker, the oh, rookie yeah. kicker. Four for four, and he hit that 58-yard winner. That's a tough kick. I mean, that's pressure, 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 and he nailed it. So hats I, off I was kind of surprised Matt Rule didn't call a timeout since he already had so much time. To Me too. Ice him right before Me the too. snap. Yeah. Now... You hold that timeout if you're going to do something smart on the first play of that next <laughs> possession with eight not, seconds not left. Not the uh, hook and ladder desperation <laughs> play. Why would why do you do that there? Why do you do that from your own 25 yard line? You, you know, at least try to get down, like the announcers were saying, try to get down to around the 40 or something. Call the timeout. They could have done that. There was the coverage was really deep. It was lax. Like you could have completed a pass and then called a timeout. That's what I was expecting them to do. I was like, okay, well, they're holding that timeout so they can move it downfield a little bit. No. Not Matt Rule's Panthers. No, sir. We're going to take that timeout home with us. Going to use it next game. Going to roll it over. Yeah. That was was a dumb play. Again, Matt York, impressive. A 58-yarder to win the game as a rookie on your first game. I, I was honestly, I was like, he's going to shake this. He's going to shake this. I had a big grin on my face. Hats off to you, man. That, that's yeah, that's I, impressive. When he first kicked it, it looked like it might be heading left, but it just hooked right back in and perfect. It was a great kick. Um, um, since we're, we kind of did the overview already, I do want to say that this game plan was supposed to be stop the run. The Panthers sucked at stopping the run. I knew that... They, Cleveland was going to run the ball a lot. Uh-huh. I don't know why we couldn't stop the run. Why we could. I mean, is this team just not going to be able to stop the run? Because that's what it looks like. Because Well, they couldn't stop it last year. So, at this point, <clears throat> Phil Snow, you need to get into game film. You need to figure out. You need to bring some extra guys in here. Let Brand Smith play. I don't think I saw him either. You know, you got to you have to get somebody out there because a they were running down our throats and just constantly getting yardage. B, there was just missed tackle after missed tackle. I mean, it was like looking like I was trying to tackle Nick Chubb in the backfield. The commentators all, "Oh, look how great Nick Chubb is." Well, if Damian Wilson would have actually wrapped up his tackle 2 yards behind the line, he would have gotten that 16 yards. It would have been a negative 2. Well, I think that's too Nick Chubb's credit because they got to him a lot actually behind the line of scrimmage. I would say four or five times they had him behind the line of scrimmage and he was able to, to slip away and gain 10, 15 yards. It seemed like every time. Um, but yeah, there were several plays like that where it looked like the Panthers defense got good penetration and was able to get their hands on the running back. I think next week against the giants, where they don't have Nick Chubb and Kareem Hunt, you're going to see a very different run defense. I think that I just think Nick Chubb and Kareem Hunt are just that good, 
honestly. I mean, they are really good. They are probably the yeah. best backfield. But I mean, two hundred and seventeen r- rushing yards on us. Yeah, it's not. It's not good. It's not good. Um, all right. Well, we have more to say, but we're gonna take a quick break and try to pay the bills around here. Um, this podcast is brought to you by Manscaped. And I don't have the support companies. for our Meow Mix podcast is brought to you by Manscaped, who is the best in the men's below the waist grooming. Their products are precision engineered tools for your family jewels. Manscaped Performance Package, the ultimate men's hygiene bundle. Join over 6 million men worldwide who must trust Manscaped with exclusive offers. For 20% off and free worldwide shipping, use code MeowMix at manscaped.com. Knowing that Steven's math is correct, that's 12 million balls. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Uh, inside the package, you'll find the Lawnmower 4.0 trimmer, Weed Whacker ear, nose, and hair trimmer, uh, ear and nose hair trimmer, excuse me, Crop Preserver Ball Deodorant, Crop Reviver Toner, Performance Boxer Briefs, and a travel bag to hold all of your goodies. And if you'll see the video here, our, our own Vanna White, Jerry Dempster, is holding up all of the goodies. Uh, the fourth generation trimmer features a cutting edge ceramic blade to reduce grooming accidents thanks to their advanced skin safe technology. The Lawnmower 4.0 is waterproof and also has a 4000 K LED spotlight. You need, well, this is poorly written. Uh, <laughs> we love you, Manscaped, but <laughs> 4000 K LED spotlight to give you a more precise shave. In those hard-to-see areas. Get 20% off and free shipping with code MEOWMIX at manscaped.com. That's 20% off with free shipping at manscaped.com. And use code MEOWMIX. Unlock your confidence and always use the right tool for the job with Manscaped. All right. Let's take a look at the stats. And, you know, we, we read the stats off, but we also... The stats kind of also inform us and get us uh, some different conversation to have. So we'll kind of look at the Panthers first here. Baker Mayfield was 16 of 27, 235 yards, one touchdown, one interception. Uh, sacked four times for 28 yards and had four fumbles. Luckily, mm-hmm. no lost fumbles, but four fumbles. Um, that's four plays that you don't get to run. Yeah. And especially I mean, when your, your team is not playing that well. Yeah. So... I know That's four plays you don't were... get to run. You're you're moving backwards a few yards at a time. That you you, you got to get that fixed. And I don't know if the problem was Elfline. I don't know if the problem was both. Baker. I I don't know. I, yeah, you might be right both because guess who Baker didn't get to practice with a lot. The first team, offensive line in training camp and preseason. So maybe had they had more practice. Uh, that wouldn't happen as much. So I'm yeah. hoping that as the weeks go on, that's cleaned up. Because I do know that Baker jumped early and pulled back early in the first quarter. <clears throat> for on that one shotgun of the snaps. snap? No, it was underneath the center that okay. he pulled back a little early and everything. And then I did see Pat Elfline snap the ball wrong. Like he did not put yeah. it in Baker's hands. He put it on his thigh. Yeah. So... Yeah, uh, that's something that you got to fix. And uh, by the way, Pat Elfline was brought in here as a guard, not as the center. We have a great, uh, not a great, but we have a very good center that we brought in, Bradley Bozeman, who didn't play in this game, I don't believe. 
Um, he did not. Maybe he should be him. the center. <laughs> like he should maybe be, you pay yeah, the guy center. that you paid for center to play center. I know yeah. he had an injury, but he was healthy this week. What did you think about Baker overall? I mean, obviously, first half, not great, but I thought he really came on in the second half. I'm excited to see Ben McAdoo adjust. I I am saying optimistic for Baker Mayfield in this offense. Mm -hmm. Um, I think they need to run the ball more, more efficiently. But I, I, I didn't have that much of an issue with Baker Mayfield in that second half, it felt like he kind of got into that rhythm. Yeah. O-line still needs work. They still should have left somebody back there to help Miles Garrett. Mm-hmm. So. Yeah, I agree. Um, I thought Baker settled down and looked pretty good after that pretty rough start. So, uh, I agree. I'm, I'm optimistic on Baker. Uh, Rushing-wise, not a lot. Uh, McCaffrey had 10 rushes for 33 yards. Uh, Baker had five for six yards. Uh, Chuba had one rush for three yards, and Deontay Foreman had two for five yards. And then DJ had a little trick play that he got seven yards off of. So 19 rushes for 54 yards. That's an average of 2.8 yards per rush. That's not going to win you a lot of games. No, it's not. And, and a lot of those were Baker Mayfield were was running because he was under mm-hmm. pressure and he had to throw the ball or that he was trying to get away. So that's his five for six. I mean, he got seven of those from that one touchdown run where he actually run. Everything else was sacks that they counted for some reason as runs. Again, they threw the ball, like attempted 34 pass plays to, Mm -hmm. I think it was like 16 or 15 actual run plays. Well, that's one of the reasons why the Panthers only had 21 minutes of field yeah. of a uh, ball possession in this game, and the the Browns had 38 and a half. Um, you know that again, the fact that we were actually were in the position to to have the game stolen from us by the refs is uh, is kind of a miracle in itself. So, uh, looking at receiving, Robbie Anderson led the team with five receptions for 102 yards and a touchdown. Of course, most of that coming on that one 75 yard play. Ian Thomas, a nice surprise, two yard, two receptions, 53 yards, most of that coming on a 50-yard reception. DJ Moore not involved a lot, three catches for 43 yards. Uh, had a really big one in the fourth quarter, though. Mm-hmm. McCaffrey, four for 24. Shai Smith, one for 12. And Tommy Tremble, one for one. Um, again, where's Higgins? Shai Smith probably should have been involved more. DJ Moore should always... Be your leading, at least target getter. He's the best receiver on the team, and he get, uh, and he showed what he can do in getting that that drive. You know, yeah. he he that was a simple slant that he took. What was it? Twenty six yards. It was a simple mm-hmm. slant. He took twenty six yards to get you within an easy field goal range. I mean, it's one of those plays. How hard is it to run a slant once in a while early on? Yeah. Uh, you take that 75-yard pass away, and, and Baker, his day is looking a lot worse. Oh, absolutely. I mean, it's at that point, you're like 15 for 26 for 160 yards. I mean, that's terrible. So it really kind of bailed himself out making that really nice play. Um, we talked about the fumbles. Um, defensively, again, I mean, Xavier Woods led the team with 10 tackles. Brian Burns had eight tackles. Um, Chin with seven. Luvu 
again, looked pretty good out there with uh, six tackles himself. Uh, Damian Wilson had the only sack. Very nice play by Damian Wilson there running up the middle. Nothing much else to say defensively, I don't think. Yeah, they need to get after the quarterback better. I mean, Jacoby yeah. Brissett is not a stalwart quarterback. He didn't play like a stalwart quarterback. He did have some nice throws. I will say that for him. Mm-hmm. But well, he's he an NFL quarterback. Yeah. He, he has, he hey, has hey, the hey, ability to make good throws. Well, we've we've seen our starting quarterbacks not be able to make good throws in the previous I'm years. just I'm just saying like he he has a he can make good throws. Any quarterback in the league can make good throws. But we also saw why he's Jacoby Brissett. Yeah. Because there was a couple of touchdowns that he basically overthrew. In the first quarter, yeah. And yeah. Xavier Woods would have had that one to I think it was to the run back and I think he actually kinda helped slow down the receiver because the receiver kind of pulled back a little bit because Xavier Woods was about to clock him if he yeah. would have kept run full speed. Are you talking about the one where uh, on the cream hunt running down the sideline? I think line? so, yeah. Okay. Where, where uh, Shaq Thompson just basically stood there while Hunt so, ran at him and then Hunt just yeah. went right past him? <laughs> I didn't really understand that. Yeah, uh, Pinero won for – yeah, go ahead. Sorry, Shaq, but come on, man. I know you were you didn't play in the preseason, you didn't really practice that much. But you're supposed to be our main guy back there and yeah. didn't even really you're see the leader him except of the defense. blowing a tackle or two. I was like, oh Yeah. Not a good day for Shaq. Um Pinero was one for one on field goals, three for three on extra points. Thought he did fine. Yeah. Um and then Hecker, I thought started off a little shaky, but he had some booming punts there. When the Panthers really needed them, uh, almost outkicked his coverage a couple of times, but he uh, he, he had a nice day. Um, looking over at the Cleveland again, Brissett, eighteen of thirty four, one hundred forty seven yards and one touchdown. I mean that's pedestrian. That's not good at all. Uh, Nick Chubb, twenty two carries, one hundred forty one yards. Kareem Hunt, eleven carries, forty six yards. Anthony Schwartz, two for twenty. Jacoby, four for ten. Thirty nine carries. 39 carries for 217 yards. That's over five and a half yards of carry. Dominant. That's why they had the ball for almost 40 minutes in this game. Yeah. Absolutely. Who I was maybe most impressed with that I didn't expect to be impressed with from the Browns, other than their kicker, Donovan Peoples-Jones. Yeah, he looked good. Uh, He made some really tough catches. I thought the coverage on almost every catch he made was really good. Yeah, I mean, I Dante mean, Jackson was like draped all over him, and he made a couple of really tough catches. And trying to rake the ball too, and he just kept holding on. Mm-hmm. I mean, whew, yeah. I knew I knew Cleveland was really high on him. I could see it now. I mean, I yeah. I, I see why they were high on him. Amari yeah, Cooper he, did what I kind of expected. He either he has a blowout game or he just he takes the boom, game off. He's boomer bust. Yeah, he's boomer bust. Never have Amari Cooper on your fantasy team ever. Uh, Cream Cream Hunt was their second leading receiver, four for twenty-four with uh, with the touchdown. Anthony Schwartz one for nineteen. Harrison Bryant two for eighteen, and you know a couple catches here and there for other guys. And Joku again proves to be extremely overrated. Um, Cleveland defense again they had four sacks. Miles Garrett had two of them. Miles Garrett absolutely dominated Icky. Yeah. Um, Kind of to be expected. The Panthers didn't really do much to help Icky. No. As we've talked about. 
Ugh, what are you thinking, yeah. man? Icky's not going to be able... And then you could demoralize him, too. That was kind of my thought, mm-hmm. too. Why, why are you laughing? He's got to go, go against probably Thibodeau next year week. So, I mean, you want to give Yeah, him... who apparently looked really good today. So, I, yeah. I just... Wow. You, you can't yeah. just leave Icky out there against Premier Pass Rushers his first game. Gotta but help out the rookie. We did. Gotta help we him did. out. <laughs> yeah. Uh, John Johnson, the third, led the team in tackles with seven. Uh, you had half sacks from John Johnson, from Jadavian Clowney, Ronnie Harrison, and Tommy Togai. Uh, each had half a sack. So four sacks total. They hit the quarterback six times. The pass protection just wasn't very good, unfortunately. Um, no. Again, their kicker, four for four on field goals, hit the 58-yard winner, two for two on extra points. That's a good kicker. Uh, you know, what can you say? Um, all right. Just kind of looking at some team stats here. Again, the possession time we talked about. Third downs. Panthers were not very good on third downs. Four for 11. Uh, Cleveland was eight for 18. And then only one for two on fourth down. It felt like they went for fourth down five times, but they only went for it twice. Does it? Did it feel that way to you? Yeah, it, it, it did. It felt like they went a couple times and that was about it. Yeah, okay. I felt like they went for it a lot more than me, as much as they talked about it. Um, yeah, no other, I guess, stats really jump out at me um, that we haven't already talked about. Red zone, I guess. Uh, we did hold the Browns one for four red zone scoring. Yeah. That's pretty good. Uh, Panthers were two for three, so that's that's an improvement over last year for sure. Um, but yeah, I think, I think the game plan moving forward is just run the ball more, especially early in the game for the Panthers. Get CMC more involved. I mean, I understand you want to keep him healthy. healthy. But this healthy isn't going to help the team win. Yeah. Doing, doing this every week. It's not gonna I mean, do you were, you seem like they were afraid to let him touch the ball. It was like, it did. Come it on. seemed There was a lot of fear in this game from the Panthers, from the coaching staff. Uh, well, specifically from the coaching staff. Yeah. I, I don't think the, the players didn't seem scared, but the coaching staff, you know, plays they were calling, the um, substitutions, things like that, did not seem confident to me. Nope. And they looked, like you said, scared, scared coaching. And like you said, I'm kind of curious if maybe that changes due to the hot seat heating up. So I hope so. I mean, I feel like that's what happened with Rivera that one year where he started going for it on fourth down all the time. Like, I think he felt like his job was in jeopardy and he needed to do something different. Well, yeah. Matt Rule, your job is in jeopardy, man. You need to do something different. And losing to a Deshaun Watson-less Browns team opening week and looking pathetic, pure pathetic mm-hmm. in the first half, like you didn't coach at all this week. The only positive I have for coaching-wise is I finally saw some adjustments on offense that made mm-hmm. a difference. Yeah, uh, the fourth quarter... The third quarter wasn't very good, but the fourth quarter, they absolutely outplayed Cleveland uh, completely. Uh, second half altogether, they won 17 to 9. So, unfortunately, that last field goal, you know, kind of ruined it, ruined the comeback party. But, uh, yeah, I, I would say I'm coming away from this game not as 
devastated as if you would have asked me at the end of the third quarter <laughs> how I would feel yes. after this game, right? I I was I was thinking about taking up fall gardening because yeah. I have to do something on Sunday besides watch this team. That's the way I was thinking in the first half. This was miserable. Yeah. I, this made me feel literally like last year. I was like, I, I don't know if I'm going to invest my time. Why should I invest my time to this team? Yeah. I mean, I, watching yeah. it three hours. I mean, you and I, we spend probably way more than just three hours watching a game. I mean, oh, yeah, I probably spend 10 to 15 hours a week reading articles and watching film and stuff like that going over stats and tendencies doing, but, the, doing the podcast i mean yeah. yeah we we put a lot of time into our fandom honestly um it's part of our identity <laughs> like it really is so I'll, half of our clothes are you know panthers themed and it's just that's just the way it is so maybe more than half um but yeah i mean you know the, the fourth quarter comeback, the offense kind of getting on a roll, um, it did make me feel a little hopeful for the future um, this season. So we'll see. I expect the Panthers to win next week against uh, the Giants, but I don't know. We'll see. Uh, so let's look at some of our, uh, I guess, our recap here. Um, our beer bet of the week was CMC over under 150 total yards. Jerry, you went under. You definitely win that one. Um, Yay. I, I, I expected the Panthers to actually use Christian McCaffrey in this game. I uh, thought they were good. <laughs> I thought they were going to t- curtail him back, but I didn't think they would do it this bad especially not at the first quarter like you you want to get baker started then you yeah. sub in chuba and deontay occasionally give it them some rushes but not like this right. this was this was ugly it was weird it was it was really strange um nobody could get any sort of rhythm yeah you know they just didn't they didn't let mccaffrey do what he's good at um obviously we both predicted a win in this game so unfortunately we did not get that one. Um, my my prediction was uh, Robbie Anderson over 100 yards. We got that. What was your prediction in this game? Three turnovers. We got zero. Okay. So, uh, okay. There's that. <laughs> <laughs> um, all right. Well, uh, heroes and zeros, I guess. You want to kick it off with your hero? Man, I really don't know if I have a hero. That's what's sad. Um I mean, this game was kind of lackluster. I'll go Robbie Anderson. And without yeah. that 75-yard touchdown, this game's really not that close. It kind of spurred the, you know, the comeback. I know yeah. we were already coming back with Baker Mayfield's touchdown, but that just like, oh my gosh, we are right in this. We just need to get some points again. Yeah. Yeah, honestly, um, I think that's where I, w- I would go as well. I think we're, we're going to double up on Robbie Anderson this week because... Honestly, nobody else really impressed me overall. No. Uh, Brian Burns impressed me, but, you know, unfortunately that last play, that that roughing the passer is going to be assigned to him, even though I think it's complete BS. Um, and not I don't only know that, what else he could have done differently. Were, they were doubling him up. They were doing everything because yeah. they know he's our yeah. pass rush specialist. And since they yeah. ha- don't have Hassan Reddick, they didn't have anybody else really make any plays out there. They, they were That's – that's, That's true. Like I didn't see any pressure coming from other than that 
delayed blitz from the linebacker, from Damian Wilson, I didn't really see any pressure from anybody other than Brian Burns out there. And maybe the, maybe it happened and I just didn't see it, but I certainly didn't see Gross Matos getting anywhere close. Mm-hmm. I didn't see Harry Anderson get anywhere close. Um, so, yeah, it's uh, that they got to. This is what we were concerned about, right? Was mm-hmm. the ability to get to the quarterback with this defensive line that didn't seem to be any upgraded from last year. And it seems like that's the case. Um, zeros in this game. I mean, there's a lot to pick from. I'm going to go with, I guess, Ben McAdoo. Um, I'm going to put the offensive game plan on him. It was absolutely terrible, especially in the first half. Uh, they couldn't get anything going. Yeah, 100%. And it seemed like it was bad play calling, too. It wasn't just mm-hmm. the players not executing and Cleveland dominating. Right. Yeah, exactly. That's what I'm saying. Like, the game plan itself was bad. Yeah. And I am actually going to go on the other side and say Phil Snow, our, our okay. run defense. Look at you. Look in the mirror. This was the weakness last year and the year before. You should have mm-hmm. fixed it by now. Cleveland ran down our throws, averaged 5.6 yards per carry. We knew. I knew they were going to run at us. I, you knew yeah. we were going to run at us. <clears throat> yeah. Everybody we in the stands knew they were going to run at us. I'm yeah. hoping you knew, but you couldn't scheme up. You couldn't get the players out there in the right position to do anything. Yep. I mean, if this is going to be the case, it's going to be like last year where the Cowboys exposed it, and then every team's going to just stop, start copying it. Oh, they have a good secondary, but we don't have to worry about it because we'll still get five yards per carry on the ground. Well, luckily, most teams don't have Kareem Hunt and Nick Chubb as well, their running backs. You're so, right. Yeah. I mean, hopefully that hopefully this isn't the result every week, but you are right. They have to shore up the run defense. they got to figure something out. Special bonus zero goes to C.J. Henderson, by the way. Yeah. Uh, what, what are you doing, man? Like... You may have all the talent in the world, but I don't know if you've got it up here in terms of being able to make it work in the NFL. Because that, specifically that one play where you just... Clocked the guy way before the ball. I don't even know. I mean, you couldn't even... You didn't even try to disguise it. You just took him down. (laughs) (laughs) Didn't even pretend to look at the ball at nothing. It was terrible. Yeah. I, I mean, he... He really negated the interception. He could have had the interception himself. Yeah. but And then that led to I the first so. touchdown. I mean, this is another game that you can look back at the end of the season and say, hey, we should have won that one. The refs, a lot of stupid plays by players like C.J. Henderson, you know, a play here and there, you know. But it's a loss. Yeah. So It's a loss, unfortunately. It, uh, you know, we'll look back on it at the end of the season and say they should have won, but they lost, so... All right, any other thoughts before we take it away? Uh, I, re- I mean, we needed this win. It's going to be a rough season, and starting off like this is not a great way. That fourth quarter hopefully lights a, a, a fire up underneath this team, but I'm really sad that the coaching does Like, I saw a half in-game adjustments finally, but with that being said, it... That's it. That's all I saw. I did. Penalties. Nine penalties, yeah. eight penalties, dumb penalties. Like, yeah. You got to take advantage of the of the winnable games. And this was definitely a winnable game when you're facing 
a quarterback like Jacoby Brissett is just not very good. This is a winnable game. They did not win it. So, uh, yeah, you're gonna you're, we're gonna wish we had this one. But all right, well, I think that's gonna do it, Jerry. Yep. Uh- we want to thank everyone for listening. If you like the show, please let your friends know. Please follow us on Twitter at MeowMixPodcast. If you have any questions or comments, you can email us at mailbag at MeowMixPodcast.com. If you leave us a five-star review on Apple Podcasts, we'll read your comment on the show. Please like and subscribe on YouTube. Oh, fingers crossed next week's better. Next week will be better. That much I can promise you, Jerry. Uh, hold me personally accountable if it's not. Uh, we will be back sometime early next week, uh, or middle of next week, I guess, to preview the New York Giants-Carolina Panthers Week 2 matchup. Um, obviously, we'll be back earlier than that if anything crazy happens, but uh, maybe you know, maybe Matt Rule gets fired. Who knows? Until then, everybody, stay safe out there and keep pounding. <laughs>